Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the B-Roll Podcast. We are the Sci-Fi Wise Guys. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris? I don't know, is it? I believe so, yes. Yes, most of the time it is Chris. At least to your face. (laughs) How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing all right, Anthony. How about yourself? I'm doing okay, man. I just got back from a two-week trip to the great state of Ohio. Yeah, I missed you. Yeah, uh, I missed you too, buddy. I missed you too. Thanks, Um, man. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, even you're better than Ohio. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's the demographic that we're getting rid of today, by the way. Do you know that people in Ohio don't even like being in Ohio? Yeah, no one likes Ohio. It's the ultimate flyover state, man. Well, but do you know how I know that? How do you know that? Because more astronauts have come from Ohio than any other state. <laughs> really? I did not I did not know that. Do they hate Ohio so much they don't even want to be on Earth anymore? They're just like, we're getting out of here as often as possible. Can we? Can you get us in an orbit that doesn't see Ohio? Nice. Actually, I, uh, I graduated high school in, in the Dayton area. Oh. And I always thought it was interesting that the license plates, at least at the time, some time ago, how many ever years ago it was that I graduated high school. But the license plates gave reverence to the Wright brothers because the Wright brothers were from Ohio. And it was like, the they like said, first to flight on their license plates. But the Wright brothers weren't in Ohio when yeah, they, like, they flew. The they were like in North Carolina, who also has yeah. a license plate that says first to flight. So like Ohio was digging down deep trying to find something to be proud of. And they just stole from North Carolina. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyways, here on the B-Roll <laughs> podcast, we watch and review and riff on straight to stream science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies. So, Chris, why don't you tell everyone what we watched? We watched the 2019 epic Doom Annihilation. We got another one. Yeah. With a, we got another one. Another movie with a colon in the title. Does it have? It does have a colon. You don't see the colon like on the DVD cover or like the movie poster, I should say. But it's definitely there in IMDb. Interesting. Well, uh, I have a blurb from IMDb. Did you want me to read that, or would you like to read the blurb? Uh, I will read the Netflix blurb. Yeah. Why don't you start off? Go go ahead and read me that Netflix blurb. Well, hold on. Sorry, my Netflix just crashed. That was fun. Hmm. <clears throat> you can't say things like that about Netflix while we're on we're on air, man. <laughs> no, I mean the web page. The web page crashed. Oh, I guess I it was your browser. It was definitely your browser. Yeah. We would I'm never say anything Netflix. about the great yeah. and wonderful Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Send us money. Pay me. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Doom Annihilation. This is not a game. There are no rules in this hellish nightmare. Their only mission is to stay alive. Oh, all right. That's not bad, I guess. In fact, <laughs> except for the part where their mission is not just to stay alive. At least not. That's not. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Not, not right. the initial. That's not the initial mission, but it does break down. So I'll give them that one. I'm going to give Netflix that blurb. I'm going to let them have that. Uh, IMDB's blurb is a group of UAC Marines respond to a distress call from a top secret scientific base on Phobos, a moon around Mars, only to discover it's been overrun by demons who seek to create hell on Earth. Uh, no eh. they go to phobos for sure which it's i thought was interesting do they rec- do they respond it, to a distress call i thought they no. just kind of go there because that's where they're going already no i think technically they do because like when they arrive they can't get in and then right but there's, there's no like distress call they're just like oh this is weird 
Well, there's a scene in which they listen to a Driscoll. Mm, I'm pretty sure right. there is a scene so, they listen to a Driscoll. I, I want to, just to everyone out there, so norm, our normal cadence is I'll watch a movie and within at most 72 hours we'll record that the podcast episode. This time around, we watched the movie. I went to Toledo for two weeks, and then now we're recording the episode. So I, I might get a few things wrong. Please feel free to reach out to us and l- list our grievances. Send me your PowerPoint presentation of what we got wrong in whatever order you like and you think is best. All right. So, man, what did you... Uh, so, before we ask you what you thought about this movie, let's let's talk about a few things. This is not related in any way to the last live action doom movie from 2000 and what was that like 2005 2006 2005 2005 Uh, it does not have carl urban in it it does not have the rock in it there's not an extended first person action scene that almost redeems the movie (laughs) nothing like that uh this is not based off the new newer i should say doom games that have done really really well in fact i read on the wikipedia they were not allowed to use any of the storylines and content from the new games characters that type of thing so it relies squarely on older characters and really it makes up its own plot as it's going along i will say aesthetically speaking it looks like doom 2016 quite a bit that was the impression i got although i will admit that i've not played doom 3 I've played all the others, but that one I I missed for one reason or the other. Was it because it's scary? Probably, yeah. Hmm. Probably because it was more of a horror game, and I was like, "Mm, (laughs) hmm, pass. Well, I was going to ask, so do you want to talk about the IMDb rating and and some of the information from there? Do you want to go ahead and give your opinion? Uh, I know how much you love the facts and nothing but the facts. (laughs) I was going to say, why don't we just talk about it all at once? All right, go right ahead. Let's talk about the facts. Here are the facts. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast listening jury, Doom Annihilation from 2019 has an IMD rating, uh, an IMDB rating of 3.6 out of 10. Yes, it does. Over 7,000 ratings. Mm-hmm. And our median score is four. Rotten Tomatoes, 43% rotten based on seven critical reviews and 16% audience score based on 295 user ratings. Now, I am not in the business of telling the internet it is wrong. Yeah, we are very, very often. Uh, however, I do, I do believe that this. Oh, I do believe that three point six is not the proper rating for this movie. It is, <laughs> and it is also not. I'm going to agree with you because I know where you're going with this, but I'm also going to give you a counter argument. I'm just okay. Just a preview for my response, but please go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> I think this movie. It, I think this movie is a ten out of ten. <laughs> I absolutely believe that. Here's the deal. And we've had this discussion before with other movies. This is a movie that was released, for the most part, straight to DVD or straight to stream in this in this case. That's, that's what this movie was from the inception. The fact that Bethesda, or I guess Zenimax Studios, Zenimax Media, whoever owns the intellectual properties for all of that stuff, Doom included, pretty much told them that, uh, no, you can't use, you can't have any of our help, but good luck. Uh, (laughs) I don't know what the budget of this movie was because I just, we don't have that information. 96 minutes. There isn't, I don't think there's any real action until about 40 minutes in. Really? You think it's that long? I think so. I think it's a problem Mm, in itself. I think it was pretty quick. Well, no, no, like real action. Like people shooting guns and stuff. Sure, maybe. 
but yeah, I just, uh, <laughs> I think this movie was written, produced, shot, filmed for people who like the Doom games. And if you like Doom games, you might like this movie. But I, I, th- I think, I, I, I do honestly think that this movie nailed everything that it was going for, with one small exception, and we can talk about that later. Sure, sure. Okay. No, but I, I think this movie is critically misrated. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. It is okay. a solid 9 out of 10. Good. Super solid, fantastic movie. If you like dumb action movies, this is, this is pretty good. The reason it has a lower rating and the reason that I won't I won't argue against anyone who thinks that it's a lower rating. Not really. And this is not a fault of the production studio or production teams. I think they made the best movie they could have made. The problem is, is that when you have this big intellectual property, Doom, right? It's been around forever. And you release a movie of it. There's, there's going to be a lot of people who watch it who are expecting a certain minimum level of polish that you don't get with direct-to-dvd movies i guarantee you that a lot of people watch this movie who do not watch any of the movies we've ever talked about on this podcast because it's because it says doom on it so they go to watch oh yeah i love doom i've liked that that game from was it four years ago or i guess earlier this year whenever the last one came out but they're not this target audience for a b sci-fi horror straight to stream action movie Sure. So in that case, which is not the fault of the production team, you already mentioned, they didn't have support from the studio. They didn't have a ton of money going into it, right? But at the same time, if you're going to market a movie after a big intellectual or you know have a movie as it's part of or adapting this huge intellectual property, you are marketing it towards the fans of that intellectual property. You're marketing sure. it towards Doom fans, not yeah. towards... B movie action sci-fi horror fans. Not to me and you. Well, kind of. You know what I mean? Because I'm definitely also... both a Doom fan and a fan of this these types of movies. This movie's great. So I get why it has a lower rating. If this movie had just been called Annihilation and it was aesthetically different, but on the same budget with the same characters and blah blah blah, it, it would be rated higher for sure. Oh. Because a I completely different group of people would, would be watching it, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I th- I think you could have literally removed the word doom. From the title, yeah, and never and never marketed it as a Doom project, and not changed a single line of dialogue. No, for the most part, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I just there's a few. I mean, there's a bunch of Easter eggs in there that they probably want to yeah. change, but yeah, sure. No, yeah, sure, no, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't have had to change them because that's what they are. They're mm. Easter eggs. Easter eggs are for people who are looking for them to find. Oh, that's fair. You know what that's I mean? Fair. I like, say the one is barely an Easter egg. It's it's more of a blatant reference, but. Oh, when they find the guys, when they find the blue key card on a guy named William B.J. Blaskovich? Yeah. Well, I don't think they said B.J., but yeah, Blaskovich. And they name him later, too. So it's like, okay, that was not just a one-off. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Blaskovich. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, no, so I understand the rating. I agree with you. It should be higher. It deserves more. I would like to see a sequel to this movie, um, which they have teased uh, or at least mentioned. According to the Wikipedia article, in December 2018, months before the release, the director, Giglio, responded to a user on Twitter who asked if the, quote, Barons of Hell would make an appearance in the film, and he stated he might save them for a, a, the film's potential sequel. So it's obviously he has some ideas moving forward, but even, like, looking at the uh, the critical reviews of this, these people doing these critical reviews are not people who would normally watch this type of movie. Sure. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's, it's whatever. It, it's a great film. 
you know what you're getting. I also think that I think making a movie based on a video game intellectual property is a sucker's bet. I really don't think it's ever been done correctly, and I don't ever think it ever will be done correctly, only because of the the Thinking. art that is video games, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't transcribe well to the big screen for sure. the same reason why other intellectual properties turned into video games don't usually work either. You, you know, so uh, may there's there, there, sure there are examples in there that don't fit the norm, but you could definitely say those are the exception. Well, that's why I'm saying it's a sucker's bet. Sure. Because the chances are you're going to, you're not going to win that bet. There's a, when the exception right. for every the exception is never the rule for right? every Mortal Kombat, there's <laughs> there's a there's street alone fighter. In the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I you know I I will say it once and I say it again. I don't I don't think I hated Alone in the Dark. There there was another U Bull movie I watched in the theater that I thought was pretty good. Hold up. You know I actually really enjoyed. I mean I think so. Tomb Raiders had some decent adaptations. Obviously, I just mentioned Mortal Kombat. I don't think the Doom 2005 movie was absolutely horrible. It wasn't great. Uh, this is great. Yeah, but I don't think the- I saw Far Cry. <laughs> what was that? What was the the Dungeon Siege movie uh, with oh, Jason yeah, yeah. Statham? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. Top like, tier. Just, but you're right. They- for all you take all of those, and then you also have you know Mario Brothers. So yeah, it just uh, never it never works out, and I mm-hmm. I think that's a problem. And I don't even know what the solution would be. I've I've always been asked by a mutual friend of ours who loves World of Warcraft, the game. I liked that movie as well, by the way. That's probably, well, I'm probably the only one, but. No, I liked World I of saw Warcraft. It, I think I saw it a couple of times in the theater. Our mutual friend asked me, how would you adapt, when, they, when the rumors were first coming out that there was going to be a World of Warcraft movie, he said, how would you adapt that to the big screen? And I don't know how much of World of, classic World of Warcraft you played, but there was a dungeon called Dead Mines. Or Van Cleef if you played Horde. And it's just a five-man dungeon. And it could take like two, an hour and a half to two hours to clear. And I always thought just having a five, like a five-person movie mm. going through a dungeon would work. So similar but, to, to uh, Carl Urban's Dread movie, where you're not really yeah. doing a lot of world building and this overarching giant plot. It's literally just a day in the life. Yeah, but and it's if a you dungeon. are going to do... If you are going right. to do world building, do it on the fringes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. you don't have to have the text flashing across the screen that right. Judge Dredd is a, a, a he is not only judge jury and executioner, but he also lives in a dystopian future where crime is on the rise because he help, he chases down a van in broad daylight and then within minutes has to go to an apartment building and try to kill a crime boss. <laughs> yeah, that movie. <laughs> you know? mm, that movie so so good. Oh yeah. Tony Giglio, who is the director and writer, go to his Wikipedia. Already got it open, baby. You see that that director's filmography right there, man? Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're watching his career with great interest. <laughs> Graduation. Uh, he also wrote a bunch of movies that I think I've watched and enjoyed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. He also sure. was pre- he, his, he was a production assistant on the set of Heat. Fear, Celtic Pride, Escape from L.A., Bulletproof, and Jingle All the Way. Wow, that like, is a, a just a roller coaster. <laughs> like, oh man, like what a and he was oh he was also on uh, the Quick and the Dead, Liar Liar, and Screaming. Like this guy, production assistants or yeah, 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 he is killing it. Yeah, he's got a nice little career, a nice little filmography going there. I actually do hope we get a sequel to this. I think that I think he uh, I think he did really well with this. Do you want to talk about some actors? 
Uh, I would like to talk about some actors. Um, I actually am going to give a special shout out to the chaplain. I don't know if you, uh, chaplain. chaplain Glover. Mm. Uh, his name is Louis Mandalore. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm. Yes, the chaplain. He is Australian. He was born Elias Theodosopoulos. Sure. Theodosopoulos. I recognized him immediately. He was in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, was he? He was the main. He was the female lead's younger brother. Uh, <laughs> was like I don't think I've ever seen that. I know this guy. Uh, <laughs> I was right. in a bunch of other stuff, but sure. He was also in an episode of Charmed. So no, like new cool. or old, two thousand and two. Oh, apparently, he was also in an episode of Touched by an Angel. So you know, not every, <laughs> not all of it can be winners. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nina Bergman, who played Private Carly Corbin is i guess the lead singer of a band called letters from the fire i've never heard of them they play hard rock they're from san francisco (sighs) hard rock is just just make up your mind you know (laughs) become an alt rock band or become a metal band stop living in the in-between wow (sighs) sorry i feel not as strongly about that as i used to (laughs) (laughs) and then uh amy manson yeah let's talk about amy manson she was credited as Amy Mason, but her real last name is. You think Mason. is that just a an error? Like I think so. I, I was watching sub. I had something I was watching yesterday with subtitles, and they used the wrong then than in a sentence, and I just nearly. I just. Oh man, I had a connection. <laughs> did, you, did you drop kick your television? <laughs> no, it's not my television's fault. I need that. <sighs> I need it. I understand. I need it. She's been in some stuff. I don't. Re- I don't recognize her from anything. I did, but so. Yeah, uh, she, what did you well, she was. From? Uh, she, so you've never, I know you've never seen Torchwood, but she was a character in Torchwood. She is Scottish, uh, so that 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 lines up. If you're a Scottish actress uh, from that in that time period, you you know you were in an episode of Torchwood. She played Merida from Brave in Once Upon a Time, oh. which I did not recognize <laughs> her for because the red hair completely threw me off. You know, but mm. uh, looking at that list, I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen a little bit of that. She was in Being Human. She was in Atlanta. So she's been in a lot of things. A lot of television, it looks like, um, that I have seen. So apparently she's in an episode of Misfits. I don't think I've watched that far into it. Um, so she's been in some stuff. Um, looking at her film, or like, um, what is it? Uh, her her film filmography, not television. Her mm-hmm. first role was uh, in Pumpkinhead, Blood Feud. She played somebody named Jody Hatfield. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so no, so she's got a, a little bit of a filmography going. She's been in a lot of a lot of little stuff. I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that she was my least favorite, not character, but I, I don't think she was a good fit for the role. I think she did well. I liked the character. I didn't like her as that character. If that makes sense. No, I got you. I think she was miscast. Yeah, she was definitely recast, re- miscast. I don't, I think I don't so. like it. And this is a, this is, I mean, all right, I might cut this because it's the, like the 18th <laughs> time I've gone on this rant. But if you're going to play a big, strong action hero, lift some weights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no one is going to believe that she is performing these feats. She looks like she can barely hold her gun up the entire movie. It bothered me the whole time. And, and I say that. And I understand how it sounds, but just bulk up a little bit. Everyone does it for a role. And because the thing is, like, if I was in an action movie and I just did, like, just as I am right now, no one would believe me that believe <laughs> that I was filling that role because I am not 
I'm not both. Like I just don't look the part, right? If that makes sense. And so I just, I I don't want to sound like because it's a fine line. So I'm making the point that I just I want more female actors to be comfortable bulking up a little bit. If that makes sense. I know that there's a huge demographic of people out there who don't like that look. I understand it might impact their careers, so I get why they don't. But I just want them to. I want to own as a society to get over the fact get over it and just let let them look strong and be strong well i think you also might be spoiled just based on your like your i don't want to say your proclivities but proclivities um, what does that even mean i'm not college oh, educated i don't know what that means oh i mean i'm not either i just paid attention in junior high when they were teaching us oh no nope <laughs> words that have more than three syllables in them no i i think you like the movies that you we tend to watch Outside of our podcast, action movies, you know? I'm spoiled mm-hmm. by Keanu. 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 Sure. Who just, whenever he's going to do a role, he just does whatever he can to get ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, I've been watching uh, a lot of the show Hannibal with my wife because it's she's all up into murder and thrillers, and I love Mads Mikkelsen, so I'm going to watch anything that he's in. As you and should. And he just, it, like, he, from what I was reading, like, he learned how to cut meat and oh, to prepare really? himself for this role of Hannibal Lecter, wow, Hannibal nice. the Cannibal, right? So he learned the culinary art so he could, whenever they would be shooting these scenes of him like cutting up lungs or like a heart, it would look real. Sure, sure. And, and I, I don't think you're wrong for asking that. I don't like. On the flip side, I, I understand why she wouldn't want to. And I understand why they wouldn't have time for that for this style of movie, which is yeah. why I think she was miscast. I'm yep. not blaming no. I'm not blaming her in any way. I'm 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 blaming the casting, the direction, the production, whatever for this. And this is this is really why I'm giving it a nine instead of a ten. That's fair. I mean, how hard would it like? I don't know anything about this actress, but like, no. how did what's her? I, I I mentioned her name before. Hold on a second. From this movie, Nina Bergman. No, not her. Who she I thought was, was well Dead- cast, by the way. So. She was in Deadpool. Gina Carano, right? Mm, yeah. Like. I'm not saying that Gina Carano's not a... I'm not saying she's a great actress. I'm not saying she's a bad actress. But she, whenever she's in an action movie, she looks the part, right? Sure, sure. How hard would it have been to find someone like Gina Carano who I don't know. is bigger, you know, looks intimidating? Like, like yeah. and, this, I'm, and this girl, Amy, not much of an actress in this particular movie, but how much of an actress do you have to be to be the doom person? I don't, you know was she doom guy because the other guy definitely looked like doom guy well that's another conversation hold on I, 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 and so i i just want to go out of my way to say that i'm not i'm blaming the production for this a little bit in reality i think it's just a societal issue that i need us to get over I mean, you know what just, i mean i think the the sports accurate the sports cliche you're looking for is that she was not put in a position to succeed sure does that make sure. sense yeah like i don't think there was anything she could have done in terms of this movie you know what I mean? Possibly. And if there was, then shame. And if there wasn't, yeah. then okay. Well, shame on someone else. So, Well, normally at this point, very dedicated and loyal listeners, you will have noticed that we have not done or started our plot breakdown. Why is that, Anthony? Uh, because everyone's tired of hearing your voice. <laughs> and so we've decided to mix it up a little bit. Now, a lot of the plot breakdowns kind of, they, they slow us down a little bit. They get from... Really, they're just a method of us getting from one point to another. Uh, and there's no point. We could just go from point A to point B because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. It's accurate. Yeah. And the voice thing. Very, 
<laughs> well, and we've also we we've tried some different formats for the last couple movies that we did. Circle, Seven Guardians only. Ugh. So I think we decided that we now, just, we've we've we watched some real bad movies lately. <laughs> I think we've decided that we just want to do something different. Yeah, and think, and we're gonna try some stuff out. We're gonna experiment. It's not. Uh, we don't have a, a set method yet, and if you've got some suggestions that you would like us to try, feel free to email us. At yeah, sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com. If you'd put the word suggestions in the subject line, we'd appreciate it. That routes right to my trash can. So, no, no, no. Actually, <laughs> actually, uh, <laughs> I thought what we would do is I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of references that you got that I may not have caught, and I'm sure there's some that you have that I have caught that you would not have. Uh, Possibly, to a I think a lot of episodes. them were pretty out, pretty upfront. There's one, there's one reference that's gonna make me, it's gonna make me sound stupid. So, we'll okay, we'll, we'll do that one first. But <laughs> finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. My first, I mean the the. <laughs> Is it just me or is she named after Joanna Dark? I just want someone to tell okay, me. Okay, yes so no. thank you. Okay, maybe I won't be dumb. All right, this is perfect. Oh, oh man. So our main act, our main character, uh, played by Amy Manson, is named Joan Dark. And I thought that was a really cool Perfect Dark reference because I like Perfect Dark and I actually don't mind the sequel. I thought it was fun doomed to fail with what they were trying to do but that was fun anyways so i was like oh they named after joanna dark another big shooter game i wonder what other references there are so i was looking for references to duke nukem uh, or halo or call of duty which i guess that would be pretty difficult to do you know these other things i mean obviously i knew there were gonna be wolfenstein references because that's that's it software right yeah 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 so but when i was looking up things to see what i might have missed they were talking about how Joan Dark is just a reference to her being named after Joan of Arc or whatever, uh, however you say it, because it's a little different. Joan Dark, yeah, something like that. Joan of Arc or whatever. And that's when I realized that Joanna Dark from Perfect Dark is just named after Joan of Arc as well. Like they're both <laughs> referencing the same thing and not one referencing <laughs> the other. And that game came out so long. I mean, I played that. What was that? Nineteen ninety what? eight nine uh, something like that 2000 my friend what really it came out in 2000 mm-hmm. all right cool well i'm not i'm i'm a few years less stupid than i thought <laughs> no yeah so that was my first reaction as well i'm glad i wasn't the only one please let us know if you <laughs> if you thought that was a perfect dark reference oh no okay no, I, <laughs> all right all right the second sorry the, that's fine <laughs> the second thing i noticed is how much of like like a is this movie just aliens but mm. set in the doom universe like with slightly <sighs> with a slightly different story cuz it i think it checks all the boxes i mean you um, you got to know that doom is derivative right it's oh, a, sure. it's a shooter game from 1990 what 3 4 whatever but it is the way this movie shot, like in the scenes, are they homages to aliens, or was this guy just ripping the scenes, like almost shot for shot? I, it's homages. I don't think he's ripping okay. any particular scenes from anything. There's definitely some some Terminator references in there, and some, some or homages, and some alien uh, or aliens uh, references. Yeah, it's hard to do something. It's hard to do anything based on science fiction from the early mid 90s and not have it look like other science fiction from the 80s and 90s right like how do you do 
Marines that go through space and not have it look like Starship Troopers. They don't give them the same uniforms. No. <laughs> but the problem is those uniforms are just like perfect. <laughs> they're laying around. They're just like, they're just the most basic, straightforward, you know. So it, it is what it is. And that's that's a, that's a, um, a grievance we could list for lots and lots of different science fiction, right? That's true. Not necessarily. And that's the thing is that we're not looking for this movie to be groundbreaking and set a new visual standard and a new like feel for movies, right? That's not, we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. So I think they're homages. I don't, I don't anything. I don't think he's ripping them off because that would be. I don't know. I disagree if you'd said that. I mean the 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 part where the pilot turns around and there's a an imp standing right behind him is a, I'm pretty sure a shot sure. for shot rip off. Well, yeah, of and there's the a scene there's aliens. a space odyssey. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. a 2001 reference with Daisy. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm like, oh, <laughs> nice. You know. <laughs> Is Daisy a Mass Effect reference? No. Daisy is a reference. No, it's a Doom reference. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That I didn't get. That, that, that reference I definitely read about. So, <laughs> Dr. Malcolm Betruger is, I believe, the antagonist for Doom 3. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he is. Once again, I didn't play that Doom, so that is something else that I read. Apparently, it's just in name only. Well, I mean, no one looks like anyone from the. Well, I mean, like engine, not that right? he looks, but I mean, like even his his character motivations, what he's doing, yeah. is just different. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and possibly uh, enlighten you or illuminate you Uh-oh. on my favorite piece of Doom trivia. Oh, please do. Why is it called Doom? Oh, why is it called? Doom? Don't Google it. I'm not googling it. <laughs> I'm definitely not googling it. That would be. <laughs> weird of me to do because i I already have the wikipedia page open (laughs) interesting you know uh so doom i have no idea so john carmack once said in an interview he was watching a movie called the color of money i don't know if you've ever seen it it's got tom cruise in it i don't think i have he pulls out a, a a case for his pool cue and some guy's like yeah what do you got in there tom cruise literally just says the word doom hmm <laughs> nice. And he's just that sounds cool. <laughs> it's my favorite piece of Doom trivia. Thanks, Tom Cruise. Yeah, cool. Uh, my, I also like. Uh, there was another reference. Um, the two guys who screamed that they were Ultra Nightmare. That was one, one, one person. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's two. Is it two different people who who yell that? Well, the Aussie guy says it out loud, and then the guy who screams it and then dies immediately. I'm uh, your Ultra Nightmare. That was really, really good. <laughs> Because I think I feel like that was said a, a couple of times. I both loved and hated the Marine who ran away. I hated that he ran away because like and the fact that no one just that he did that so many times. Was I was surprised no one just shot him. Like <laughs> just your gun is better used over here. We need the resources. But he he runs off. I'm and yells out. I'm too young to die. <laughs> runs away from the zombies <laughs> or whatever they're called. Uh, which was a great reference. I think they are zombie. They are zombie men, right? They're zombies, but are they called zombies in Doom. I thought they were called something yes. else, like the possessed they, or something like that. They, I think they are called zombie men. Uh, whatever. The BFG nine thousand. Well, you knew that was coming. That's not a BFG nine thousand, but sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? They needed to, you know. It's whatever. <laughs> so, do you want to tell the people what BFG nine thousand stands for? Do I want to tell people what BFG nine thousand stands for? Yeah, I don't know if I know if there is a. I do want to tell everyone, but it, it <laughs> wasn't in that in in the two thousand five uh, Doom. They called it the Bioform gun. 
something like that. Or yeah. something like that. Does it have an actual name like that in the Doom universe? Or does it stand uh, the, for what we all call it? The the Quake 2 manual says it stands for, quote, big, uh, freaking gun, unquote. Uh, interesting. Um. Interesting. <laughs> she delivered that line so poorly. I was a little, I was a little, like, I knew, I, maybe it was because I knew it was coming, you know? But the pacing in there is just kind of like, ah. I really like the way The Rock did it in the, in the 2005, where it's called something else and he just calls it that. And it's like, <laughs> yes. So I'm going to I'm gonna flip the script a little bit here. We're talking about references Ooh. to the games and really to anything. There was not a Romero reference. I didn't catch a John Romero in there at all. Yeah, I don't think I did either. John Carmack is there. He's a dead scientist. Right. Or not the real John Carmack. There's a, there's a dead scientist named John Carmack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what if it actually was John? <laughs> that would have been... That would have... They didn't show his face, so yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I mean, obviously, he, you know, he, he gives the concept for everything, but it was a little weird that Romero didn't get name dropped, you know, even as just well, the same type of thing or I don't know anything. Right. I don't know. Well, I wonder if there's some what's it called? Uh, enmity that still exists. But I, I don't I'm not, I'm not interjecting. The, the, I'm not speculating. The development I, of the movie had nothing to do like we already we already established that the game studio had nothing to do with it. So they could reference whatever no, they want. No, I mean, like on John's side. Like, maybe mm-hmm. this guy, Tony Giglio, was like, hey, man, I'm making a, a straight-to-DVD version of this Doom movie. Is Can I use you as a reference? And he's like, no. I don't know. Like, no, I, I, I don't I, think I he has to ask permission. That, I don't think he has to ask permission for that. I think you just do it. Right. But, you know, you got to pay respects. I guess. I nah. That's how you... No. I think you just... I disagree. Fair but enough. maybe. Fair but enough. I disagree. I just... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I just was expecting it. And it didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, any other any other references I think are just so blatantly obvious that people may have already guessed them. Oh yeah, I mean, so, all the guns are there. Yeah, the double barrel shotgun. She pulls out a chainsaw at one point. I was really expecting that to be more exciting than it was. It was great, but I was expecting that to be a big climatic moment. But yeah, what is one of them say like, "Why do you need a chainsaw in space?" <laughs> it's like everyone's got plumbing. Like, what yeah. does that even mean? What does that even mean? <laughs> There was a guy whose first name was Rance. I know a guy whose first name is Rance. I don't think that's a. Um, I don't think that's a reference. Nope. No, it's not. No. Um, it's not a ref France either. Oh my! <laughs> and that has been the conclusion. Uh, <laughs> so, no. in some of our previous format changes, I think there were some things that a lot of people liked, some things that people may not have liked. So, I'm just going to gather some of those things. Okay. And uh, we're going to plant them, and we're going to see if they grow. So, the first thing I'm going to do is ask you, Anthony. Yes. If you could recast Uh-oh. anyone in Uh-oh. this movie with any other actor oh, no. or actress, who and why? Well, I mean, I feel like I've tipped my hand on this already because right. I talked about how I didn't think that uh, Miss Manson was good for the role. And so obviously, for the reasons I've already mentioned, I would replace her probably with Gina Carano because... I've replaced every woman in an action movie with Gina Carano. I could have been Ronda Rousey. But you know what? No, no, no. Actually, you know what? Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Done. She's got the attitude. She can curse properly. She she's wasn't got that she tough in, look. Wasn't she? Was she in the other Doom movie? Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, okay. No. I mean, she's not listed in the cast on Wikipedia, and she's big enough that she would be listed in the cast on Wikipedia. Okay. Fair enough. 
So no, no, I would, I would definitely, I mean, I, I just like her a lot. I like her movies and I think she pulls that off, you know, that kind of just badass, you know? Right. Um, so definitely, I think it that I think it would be her, you know, or <laughs> if the, the, uh, the older Marine, the, the, whoever's in charge, captain or Savage. colonel or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. Whatever his rank was. If the, if he had been in a helmet the whole time, and then the helmet popped off after he died, and it was Carl Urban. <laughs> Perfect. How, well, he's oh, definitely excellent. he's definitely trying to exude some. Um, do you are you a big fan of the Riddick movies? I've seen Pitch Black. Okay, in sorry, there's a, no, to everyone, I just um, upset by not seeing Chronicles of Riddick. Eh. Uh, Riddick is probably the one you need to watch. Well, uh, uh, I I do. They're on my list of like it's on my list of franchises to binge. Uh, well, there's they're very a, different there's movies. A, there's a character in it. He goes by the name of Boss, but uh, his actor's name is Matthew Nabel. Uh, but I definitely feel like Captain Savage was trying to pull vibes from. Oh, really? Him I thought he was just movie. trying to be Doom Guy, honestly. Hmm. Fair enough. If I could recast anybody, I would probably have recast Amy Manson as well. But I would have replaced her with an actress who is in this movie, uh, Nina. Oh, really? I would I wouldn't be upset about that. Yeah, I think maybe if they had just switched their roles, maybe it worked a little better. Because I mean, I I don't know how much of an actress the other girl is. You know, she had some lines or whatever, but I don't know. She just seemed more like a marine. She fit the role a lot better, I think. I think so. I think she was bigger too. Yeah, I liked her a lot. Yeah, that's yeah, just swapping them. That's not bad. It's not bad. Okay, my second. (laughs) So. I will give you. Uh oh. I will give you two minutes on what what could have been done to this movie to make it better. Starting now. All right. Well, obviously there's a budget issue, right? It's straight to DVD. You're limited in that way. If they could have added a few more sets where they're fighting the the zombies, possessed or whatever we're calling them, where they're just in a, in a more variety, in a more variety in a different area, I think that that would have not only shown just as much action but actually progress the story through the action that would have been nice uh honestly we've already talked about recasts if i was a hundred percent anticipating a cyber demon fight at the end because i think that's the most obvious thing and the movie was obvious the rest of the time and the fact that that didn't happen kind of upset me so i would have liked a cyber demon fight at the end Add another 10 minutes to the movie. Make it all about trying to kill the cyber demon. Done. Okay. You finished in one minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get in. I get done. I get out. <laughs> well, I think they could have done that had they not spent all their money on that CGI scene in hell. Mm. Which is weird because it's probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, I, I don't. I liked that they went to hell. Right. And she could have seen the cyber demon. It could have chased her through. But I guess like none of the other sets were big enough to fit that size of creature. Not really. I think there's one big room that could have worked. Right. And so I get why they didn't do that. They could have had her fight it in hell, but I like I think it would have been cooler to have the group fight it. You know, I, I don't know. It, it, there's no, different some different things they could have done there. I think the problem is this movie isn't enough like Doom. And I don't think it earned. I don't think it earned that. You mean because they didn't have her going up to random walls and trying to see if they open? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, they did. They did straight up say secret level. <laughs> they did <laughs> like out loud. I forgot about that. Um, it, I, oh, I, I no. did appreciate how we zoomed in on the different colored key cards, but yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I guess what I'm saying is, it, 
I mentioned earlier that it takes like 40 minutes for the action to start. That's, in my opinion, that's this movie's greatest failing is that it just takes way too long to really get started for its namesake. But that being said, like, how much action can you have in an action movie, you know, with a budget like this? Like, how long before it starts getting, I don't want to say boring, but like how long before it starts getting, like, tedious? Because all the action sequences, for the most part, are just shots of people holding it, like, you know, uh, they're... P90 ripoff with a silencer on it, but doesn't, but it actually makes noise. So I guess it's not a silencer. And then they're just kind of standing there, you know, shooting 45 bullets at a person running at them at max speed. There's a couple, you know, there's the chainsaw sequence. Yeah. Uh, But for the most part, like, she uses the the action sequence. He uses the shotgun a little bit, but it's pretty repetitive. It's not that the action sequences weren't good. I just don't think there were enough of them, and there I don't think there was enough variety of action sequences. So that, that, that's that's my what biggest, I was talking about with having the different yeah. settings for yeah, the same. That's action. my biggest yeah. issue is this movie yeah. takes way too long to really get to the point, and when it gets there, I just don't think it actually, you know. Sure, okay, I'll, I'll so. take it. I'll take it. So obviously, more more demons and more variety in the demons would have been nice, but I get where they are with the budget, which is why I thought it would have been nice to have something else at the end you know in the facility but all right are we gonna yeah. do a Plus, idiot of the movie award well we, i have one more quote-unquote category before we get to the idiot of the movie this is a new category but at the same time it's a returning category who does kelsey Grammer play in your version of doom annihilation oh that is an excellent that's an excellent <laughs> question hold on let me i'm I'm actively crossing my legs, closing my eyes. I need to <laughs> meditate for a moment. All right. I have three answers uh, and I can't decide. Okay. So earlier when I talked about Carl Urban, just replace that. <laughs> have have him play the captain. Kelsey Grammer will play the captain, the gruff old man with the shotgun blowing with people away. Here's the thing is I think Kelsey Grammer, not now, but 10 years ago, could have had an action movie renaissance. Like, you remember when Nicolas Cage started doing his direct-to-DVD onslaught? Oh, you mean his broke period. Yes. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer could have done the same thing, and it would have been even more magical. Fair enough. I think Kelsey Grammer... I th- the, I th- this one, I think, is the weakest suggestion. He could have played the doctor. What's his face? Petru- Dr. Petruger? Yes, Petruger. The problem is that we've already seen him in that role very recently <laughs> in Seven Guardians of the Tomb. So... Eh, that's a weak suggestion. Lastly, I think that he could, they could have used his likeness and his voice for the missing cyber demon. Mm. So the giant cyber demon, you remember, you remember Mummy, the Mummy 2, right? Yeah. Or Return of the Mummy or whatever the second Mummy movie was with the scorpion king right, in right. it. And at the end, yeah, it had the yeah. rock's face and a giant scorpion creature. <laughs> that with the cyber demon and Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I feel very strongly that that is what would have propelled this movie to like, we wouldn't even be able to talk about the movie right now. Cause that would have, it would have broke box office records everywhere right there. <laughs> it would be out of our, out of our niche immediately. <laughs> I'm kind of in the same boat with you a little bit, uh, but what, mine, with him being a cyber uh, demon. Really? Come no, on. no, no. It veers slightly. <laughs> I would have wanted him to be, the guy in the rubber imp suit. Just Kelsey Grammer. With yes. His... 
<laughs> it is the thing against Kelsey Grabber, but in his sixty-year-old unfit body in the yeah. in the imp suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like uh, instead of like screaming, it's just him like like reading someone important's memoir. <laughs> oh, he's just reciting lines from Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, yeah. oh sixty-five. Wow. Yeah. So Kelsey Grammer, sorry, I googled it just to see how close I was on that age. <laughs> and Wikipedia has for his height, six feet, one inch. And then in parentheses, <laughs> it says, same as Christopher Lloyd. Like, that's relevant in any way. <laughs> he was, oh, he was born in the Virgin Islands. Interesting. Sorry. Now we're, we, this is not a Kelsey Grammer podcast. I mean, it should yet. be. Because I can't wait till we get to Down Periscope. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that movie is relevant. <laughs> <laughs> always uh but oh, yeah no. no i mean if it and if you just wanted to give an air or uh if you just wanted to give like a, a nod to our continuity um in terms of the, our format of the show typically what we do is we give our um initial opinions we go over the plot which we did not do instead we changed it a little bit and then lastly but not leastly uh what we like to do is you know give our final thoughts and determine yeah. whether or not the the movie is worth the price of subscription. But before we do that, mm-hmm. I will nominate my idiot of the movie. Thank you. I, was, I got somebody in mind, so you go <laughs> go right ahead. Uh, it is Dr. Veronica Sear. Veronica Sear. Which, who was that? She's the young woman who grabs the Doom 3 med pack off the wall mm. and then gets stabbed in the back by Dr. Betruger after she... Because here's why she... This is why she's the idiot of the movie. While they're alone... She says to him, I saw you go through the, the gate, which at no point when he was lying to the Marines about what happened, does she say, well, 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 hold on a second, man. I saw you mm-hmm. go through the gate. Mm-hmm. That's why she's my idiot of the movie. So, OK, yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I was going to say the uh, the doctor or the, the head scientist on Earth when oh. <laughs> Joan comes through the portal and she's like trying to warn them of all this horrible things that are about to happen. And he's like, no, 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 you're just confused. Like something that hadn't just happened, you know, to, and they like, we haven't heard from anybody. And you come through, it, it just, it just screams you know, yeah. that stereotypical, I know better than you and I'm yeah. going to ruin everything. You know, it sets up the I sequel, think, but you know, I think, uh, I, I can understand why he reacts the way he does, because the last time that someone came through the gate, or went th- went through the gate, ended up on you know in Phobos, crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. he had like really really long fingernails. His skin was you know well because he got possessed or whatever. Yeah yeah yeah. Right. So this person comes through the gate and they're just like I don't want to say hyper, but you know they're agitated. Mm-hmm. You know they yeah they're obviously in some sort of distress. And they're like, no, 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 you got to listen to me. You got to listen to me. So they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, which is the last time someone went through the gate. They Well, the last time know, someone went through the out. gate, they attacked people. They were unintelligible. This person is is just agitated. Right. I I don't know. I, I get, I get I where get, you're going. And I actually agree I with your, your decision on Idiot of the Movie as well. But yeah. yeah. Dr. Ahmed Khan. Yes. Played by Harry Dillon. Mm-hmm. Spelled H-A-R-I. Mm-hmm. Dillon got an H in it, and I'm not going to tell you where that H is. <laughs> he is he's best known for his role in cradle to the grave as is everyone who was in that movie yes <laughs> uh real talk though i can't i i, I just that movie who oh was he in cradle to the grave i don't know uh, i can't listen to dmx anymore man can't do it 
He played somebody named his his character role was Pakistani buyer. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna say he's Punjabi. Is he? Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Okay. He's been in some stuff. Yeah. He was great in the role. I just man. Yeah. But I guess it, it did. That is part of that. I think you've complained about this before with horror movies where they have to end on a bad note. Well, uh, they always so he, have to have. Yeah. They always have to have a tease. You mm-hmm. have to tease the sequel. I and I think that's. I think it's played out probably around the same lines that you know a, a snapping twig in a forest at night has also been played out. Like that's. Yep. Yep. I'm just. I don't want the cliche anymore. I'm out. Move on, Hollywood. Find something else to tell me that someone's in the woods. Find another way to tell me there's going to be a sequel other than you know right the it turning like the the screen fading to black and then you hear a growl you know like there's other ways you could do it i'm just tired of it tired of it i don't like it. i understand so i understand so final thoughts final thoughts please hit me i mean i already said it i I loved this movie i thought it was great i laughed out loud multiple times i was watching this movie with my wife and she was trying to figure out why i was laughing at certain things that i i found funny it's, it, I just want to give a shout out to the people who played the zombified humans. Oh, I think sure. they all did a great job. I thought the yeah. effects, I thought the makeup effects were pretty good. You know, rubber suit, rubber suit, you know, what are you going to do? I thought it looked great. I thought it looked good. No, I, I would give a shout out to all those people because they're not listed on here. Also, Gina Phillips, who played Daisy, the voice mm-hmm. of the ship. Oh, did um, you, did, we didn't mention it. It's something I had to look up, but Daisy, apparently Doom Guy has a pet rabbit named Daisy. Oh yeah, I thought that was a... Uh, no, I guess I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's just listed. It's listed on IMDb. I did not verify it. Oh. That's cool. what we do, though. It's up to you, the audience, to make sure that we're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love this movie. Uh, I hope there is a sequel. Absolutely. 100%. I'm a 100% in agreement with you. Definitely worth right. the price of subscription. I agree. Yeah. All right, well, uh, if y'all out there would like to give us your opinion on Doom Annihilation or any other movies we've television shows we've watched or if you want to suggest new things for us to watch because you just love hearing our opinions do email us at sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com you can always hit us up on the twitter or the insta as well twitter we are at b underscore role podcast uh, instagram we are uh, sci-fi wise guys if you enjoyed what you heard we appreciate you subscribing giving us the thumbs up the five star review on itunes comment Whatever you have to do on your particular podcasting platform of choice to show your support, we really, really appreciate it. Look at those numbers every once in a while whenever I need to feel good about myself. So I really, really appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, and if you and if you really enjoyed what you heard, you can support us with your hard-earned cash on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash B underscore roll. Uh, we release some extended scenes, behind-the-scene content, some <laughs> we call out-of-pod, just super, super off-topic conversations uh, that may or may not be relevant to anything else going on in the episodes. Uh, those get posted there as often as we can. There's also the early bird tier if you want to get the episodes a little early. Did I miss anything, Chris? Did you talk about them giving us a five-star review on iTunes? I did mention that, that, yeah, and how important that is, yeah. Okay, then that's, yeah, that's all I got. All right, perfect. Well, roll us out. We just, you know, want to say thanks again, everyone, for listening. There are going to be some changes to our release schedule. I guess we should go ahead and talk about it now. Sure. Now that, for whatever reason, Anthony decided he had to get a job. Yeah. We're probably pushing it back to maybe just one a week. You know, special occasions, we might pop something out on a Thursday or what have you, but for the most part. I had to get a job. I'm just 
I just love paying rent so much. <laughs> I guess we haven't really talked about it, but yeah, the, the only reason this this we really got off with such a fast start with this podcast is because I was I was let off due to pandemic related layoffs. Yeah, um, and so I had a lot of free time, and I record and edit the show. So we want everyone to stay healthy out there, stay hydrated. We are recording this on eleven to 2020 yeah so the the day before probably the most important election of my life hopefully so, geez hopefully yeah <laughs> i don't want i don't want another one this this uh, yeah. uh this important or this divisive yeah. I'm, I'm good from here on out you know what i'm saying like this is peak for for personal reasons 2019 was a very stressful year for me mm-hmm. 2020 didn't get any better yeah so 2021 I would need you to. I'm gonna need you, you to step up. <laughs> you need to get it together, 2021. So, uh, yeah, I want to just say thanks again for listening. Yeah, I guess you'll hear from us again. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Bye. I've been using your CBS access to watch uh, Star Trek Discovery, by the way. Okay. So I apologize if that's shown up in anything. Have you have you gone back and started watching season two yet? No. <sighs> All right. All right. I'm about to finish season two. Kat had never seen it, so I was watching that. And then start season three. I really want you to watch it, man, so we can talk about it. And if that means, if I have to make podcast content out of it in order to get you to watch it, I'll do it. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff, man. But I will, I will. It's really good. Make it, it's really good. I'm gonna, make it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a week to start watching an episode, and uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start spoiling. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. There is one in, one episode in particular that I think I, I was just like, it, it just blew me away that they actually did that. Like they did the thing that they did. So um, I really want to get your opinion on at least that one piece. Um, okay.